Hello, and welcome to The Daily Poem. I'm Heidi White, filling in for David Kern, and today is Monday, October 26th. And uh, by way of update, I wanted to tell you a little bit about what David's up to these days. Uh, You all, most of you know he was moving, and so he's settling into his new home. And he is also starting a new endeavor, which is really exciting. Uh, David and his wife, Bethany, are opening an independent bookshop in downtown Concord, North Carolina, where they live. The bookstore is called Goldberry Books, and you can find information about Goldberry Books at www.bookshop.org, which is a wonderful resource for independent bookstores nationally. Uh, They provide support and financial help and marketing help for independent bookstores. Uh, In the the age of monstrous online book conglomerates, it's just amazing to see independent bookstores uh, still thriving through the support of organizations like bookshop.org. And we're so, so proud of David and Bethany. Please go to bookshop.org and search for Goldberry Books. You can read about their story uh, and you can buy your books online from them. They, of course, will have a wide selection of poetry. uh, And so I urge you to do that. Um, So he is hard at work working on Goldberry Books and we'll be back very soon on a daily basis until then I'm happy to fill in. Uh, And then also I want to do draw attention to Logan Green, who is the man behind the curtain here at the Daily Poem. He does all of the uh, sound and mastery and posting and all that kind of stuff. Uh, Logan's amazing. And he also is in the middle of a move. So for our Daily Poem listeners, send your thoughts and prayers their way. And until then, I'm really happy to fill in as much as I can. Today, I'm going to read for you a poem from the Hebrew Bible, from Song of Songs, chapter 8. I charge you, O daughters of Jerusalem, that ye stir not up, nor awake my love, until he please. Who is this that cometh up from the wilderness, leaning upon her beloved? I raised thee up under the apple tree. There thy mother brought thee forth. There she brought thee forth that bare thee. Set me as a seal upon thine heart, as a seal upon thine arm, for love is as strong as death, jealousy is cruel as the grave, the coals thereof are coals of fire, which hath a most vehement flame. Many waters cannot quench love, neither can the floods drown it. If a man would give all the substance of his house for love, it would be utterly condemned. We have a little sister, and she hath no breasts. What shall we do for our sister in the day she shall be spoken for? If she be a wall, we will build upon her a palace of silver. And if she be a door, we will enclose her with boards of cedar. I am a wall and my breasts like towers. Then was I in his sight as one that found favor. Solomon had a vineyard at Baal Haman. He led out the vineyard into keepers. Every one for the fruit thereof was to bring a thousand pieces of silver. My vineyard, which is mine, is before me. Thou, O Solomon, must have a thousand, and those that keep the fruit, two hundred. Thou that dwellest in the gardens, the companions hearken to thy voice. Cause me to hear it. Make haste, my beloved, and be thou like to a roe or to a young heart upon the mountains of spices. 
I wanted to read this poem because I've been teaching Hebrew poetry in my uh, ancient humanities class that I teach. And I'm so moved always when I read Hebrew poetry by its beauty and the haunting quality of the images from nature that it uses uh, to compare uh, the natural rhythms of creation to uh, the universal experiences of a deeply human life. In this case, uh, we have a king who has taken a wife, a young bride who's a commoner. Uh, and Song of Songs is a series of love poems between the two of them. The narrator switches back and forth quite frequently, and sometimes it's confusing. Uh, within the same poem, you'll hear the king uh speaking words of love and desire to his beloved and she responds in kind uh, and and the interaction between the two of them flows very seamlessly from one to another uh, showing these two becoming one uh, as well as uh, the complex nature of their relationship he is of course a king with many responsibilities one of which is to marry for political uh, gain. Um, and so he has other wives and she is the wife of his youth, the wife of his desire. There are no references in these poems in Song of Songs to other women, um, but he certainly had other wives. Uh, and the poems of Song of Songs increase in complexity. At the beginning in chapters one, uh, in the early chapters of Song of Songs, these love poems are very simple, just, you know, exclamation of delight and desire. Uh, but as these two settle into marriage, into early marriage and into love, uh, the poems become more complex and explore uh, darker feelings uh, inherent within the love relationship within marriage, feelings of jealousy and insecurity. Um, and then as their relationship becomes more complex, the erotic nature of the poetry becomes more intense and more exploratory. Uh, and so there's all of these levels of complexity to this exploration of love in Song of Songs. And chapter eight is the final chapter. That's the one I just read. And we have in the poetry that I just read a, a absolutely stunning thesis statement on the nature of love, that love is as strong as death that many waters cannot quench love, uh, that the jealousy of love is like a most vehement flame. And this is an absolutely incredible capstone to the love poetry of Song of Songs, um, that these two most destructive and life-giving natural forces, water and fire, cannot quench love. And the entire book ends then with a desire to protect the young sister of the bride from the powerful and destructive and life-giving nature of love, the paradox of love, that love is as strong as death, that in order to love, you must die, but it is love itself that will bring you back to life. Uh, this is the exploration of Song of Songs uh, as embodied in this particular complicated relationship of a king and a commoner. Um, and, and the poem ends with a charge to protect a young girl uh, until it is time to awaken such powerful emotions and experiences in her life. They talk about building a wall around her and they use the metaphor of a vineyard. 
that a vineyard is uh, a very, you know, for those of us who know about vineyards, a, a vineyard is a, a violent place to the grapes, right? The grapes are cultivated um, and they are cared for and they are nurtured and then they are pressed and changed um, and, 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 they die in order to become wine. Um, and this metaphor of the vineyard is explored throughout Song of Songs and actually throughout the entire poetry of the Hebrew Bible into the New Testament in which the um, metaphor of the vineyard is brought to completion through um, the sacrament of communion as being um, the unity between uh, the divine love relationship between God and man and uh, the church fathers really dug into that particular metaphor in Song of Songs as well, uh, that Song of Songs wasn't simply a love story between a man and a woman, but it is also a metaphor for the love story between the king, the ultimate divine king, God, and his uh, earthly people who are his bride. And so there's multiple levels of interpretation to this wonderful poetry. It's the story of one couple. Uh, it is the story of how that couple's love impacts the family and the nation. Uh, and it is also a, a metaphor or an allegory of divine love. And all of that is captured in this incredible poetry that just has this grandeur and this sweeping nature of uh, beauty and, uh, and glory and endures over thousands of years uh, using these natural metaphors of the natural world that, that we can understand in modernity the same way that they understood it in antiquity. Uh, and so here here it is one more time, Song of Solomon, chapter eight. I charge you, O daughters of Jerusalem, that ye stir not up nor awake my love until he please. Who is this that cometh up from the wilderness leaning upon her beloved? I raised thee up under the apple tree. There thy mother brought thee forth. There she brought thee forth that bare thee. Set me as a seal upon thine heart as a seal upon thine arm, for love is as strong as death. Jealousy is cruel as the grave. The coals thereof are coals of fire, which hath a most vehement flame. Many waters cannot quench love, neither can the floods drown it. If a man would give all the substance of his house for love, it would be utterly condemned. We have a little sister, and she hath no breasts, what shall we do for our sister in the day she shall be spoken for? If she be a wall, we will build upon her a palace of silver. And if she be a door, we will enclose her with boards of cedar. I am a wall and my breasts like towers. Then was I in his eyes as one that found favor. Solomon had a vineyard in Baal Haman. He let out the vineyard unto keepers. Every one for the fruit thereof was to bring a thousand pieces of silver. My vineyard, which is mine, is before me. Thou, O Solomon, must have a thousand, and those that keep the fruit, two hundred. Thou that dwellest in the gardens, the companions hearken to thy voice. Cause me to hear it. Make haste, my beloved, and be thou like to a roe or to a young heart upon the mountain of spices. This has been the Daily Poem, and we'll be back tomorrow with another poem. <laughs>